Yesterday, I got a phone call from John. He explained he was my local banker from Regions, and he was calling to find out why I had been such a loyal customer for the last 43 years. And I then went on a dissertation for a half an hour explaining to John why I couldn't wait to get away from Regions Bank and hooked up with a neobank. He said, what's a neobank? And I said, well, you need to Google it, John. But let me explain to you why I don't want to deal with the Regions anymore. And that is because I'm today going to do my payroll. I got to pay four people. It's going to take me 45 minutes because your system is broken. When I had to pay my taxes, you told me I could only move $5,000 at a time of my money. And you said, told me, well, Carrie, technically it's your money, but really we are in charge of it. I'm shorting bank. This is just another reason why. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Between now and October the 31st, I'll be giving away $1,000 for you to buy stock. Moomoo is adding to my contribution with 15 stocks worth up to $2,000 each. Find the links in the description. Seven out of 10 millennials would rather go to the dentist than visit a bank branch. The era of this generation saw the emergence of neobanks, banks without branches and queues, paperwork, and other formalities. Instant transfers, cashbacks, investments in three clicks, insurance, and currency exchange without queues and branches. Neobanks have taught us almost everything from this list. But why do only 27% of consumers worldwide use their services? In this video, I'm going to explain to you what a neobank is, and I'm going to introduce you to Revolut, who is the the, the strongest player in this space right now, it's an uh, English company, and they are going to revolutionize the banking system. And it's, it's probably down the road a bit, but this is another reason why I think you need to consider shorting banking and learn more about Revolut and the neobank revolution that is coming our way. <laughs> A neobank is a bank that exists entirely online. The website and mobile app are its only branches. It usually has no physical front offices to deal with customers. Almost all customer interactions are done remotely. Neobanks can operate under two models, with a full banking license or in cooperation with another bank. In the second case, the neobank disclaims all liability for monetary obligations and only provides digital services to its clients. A classic bank has many sources of profit, customer loans, provision of capital and services in the domestic market, account and bank service fees, brokerage commissions, and mortgage fees. A neobank, often operating with no state license of its own, earns only on interbank commissions. They are paid by partner banks or payment systems whenever a customer uses a neobank's card. Thus, the neobanks are mainly aimed at the retail client. With no branches, no large number of employees, and sometimes even not their own credit capital, neobanks save a lot and can provide their customers with free account maintenance and favorable exchange rates. They are more willing to charge cash back and facilitate international transfers. With only one source of income, neobanks can grow profits exponentially. According to research and markets statistics, by 2026, the global neobank market will reach $333.4 billion, with an annual growth rate of 
but even now, there are already quite a lot of them, about 300 or so, although just over 250 are alive. At the same time, not a single neobank has been included in the list of the world's 100 largest banks. Financial regulators impose restrictions and barriers, and this significantly hinders the new bank's development. And it would also be strange if traditional banks let the situation go and let newcomers take their piece of the pie. Add the classic markers of the startup culture inherent in neobanks, aggressive promotion, and the desire to support growth by any means, losing control over the reliability of the system. That's why neobanks are more likely than others to get caught up in the system's mistakes and get into scandals. For example, in 2019, tech staff at Monzo, a large neobank, accessed 480,000 customer PIN codes, and they didn't even realize it for almost half a year. The situation was resolved, and it was officially announced that the client's money was safe. However, an unpleasant aftertaste remained. That same year, the specialists at the German neobank N26 also had to deal with a little bit of the negative. The German regulator Bafin, which issued a license to N26, demanded that the neobank impose additional restrictions. Because of this, the staff blocked a large number of real user accounts. There aren't any exact numbers, but based on social networks, hundreds of people were affected. Mishaps like this, against the backdrop of the already unsuccessful situation with financing, often force neobanks to close. They never reach profit and they stop working. For example, in 2022, the first Australian neobank Volt failed to survive the pressure. However, with all the risks, investors' attention confirms this field is worth watching. According to CB Insight, one in five dollars in tech investments goes to fintech startups. The Revolut Neobank is one of the first in the richest fintech projects list. It is valued at $33 billion and called the UK's most valuable fintech startup. Revolut was launched in 2015 and continues to be at the top in terms of recognition. More than 43% of all bank customers came by recommendation from friends and acquaintances. The company has made a particular leap in the last year, and here are just some of the statistics. 15.5 million, number of Revolut users as of June 2021. 150 million, number of transactions per month in 2021. 12,000, average daily registration of users. 2,000, people working at Revolut. 169%, total user growth in 2019. 380% daily active customer growth in 2019. $361 million revenue in 2020, 57% increase over 2019. Despite being far from the first in its niche when Revolut Neobank was created, it succeeded in surpassing the pioneers. And here's why. The main feature of Revolut is its globality. It doesn't focus on a specific region or country, this neobank's goal is to reach as many users worldwide as possible. That's why Revolut is often called the bank for travelers. It is convenient for traveling, to exchange currency, and to make international transfers. And indeed, this neobank has an international audience, with the highest share of users from Great Britain at only 19%. After Brexit, Revolut obtained a banking license in Lithuania so as not to lose the ability to operate in the Eurozone and also applied for a license in the United States and the United Kingdom. The second important point is the broad functionality. 
The Revolut team has worked on the product and today, in addition to virtual card payment, this neobank offers cryptocurrency exchange, insurance services for travelers, expense analysis, international transfers, accrual of interest on the balance, account sharing with those who don't use Revolut. All of this is made possible by its own banking license. It entitles Revolut to provide more services and receive revenue from them. Besides, it is additional security for the client because now the state controls the neobank. Nikolai Storonsky, one of Revolut's founders, is called an investor's favorite. From the very beginning, he managed to attract good investments and useful acquaintances. With a good idea for a multi-currency international card in mind, he got former Deutsche Bank developer Vlad Yatsenko interested and later got the first millions into the project. The company is now valued at $33 billion and has raised almost $2 billion in investments. It has every chance to grow another 100 to 200% before the IPO. All of the Neobank's client funds are protected by the Bank of Lithuania. It doesn't matter if you have a need to use a Revolut account. If you believe all banks will be Neobanks in the future, invest in Revolut today in the Disruptor app. Stay tuned for our updates. That's a summation of what I've learned about neobanks and why I have another reason to short the banks on top of the tumultuous situation that we're under now and the probably the failure of the banking system in, um, in, in China and in Europe and what's going to happen relative to um, Vladimir Putin and his aggression and what's going to happen to the Chinese real estate and banking system. Uh, our banking system is, is heading for a, another um, big short position, and my short is through an ETF on um, – on banking. Here are all the shorts that I'm spending right now. But I want you also to be watching Neo Banking, and uh, I want you to watch Revolut. There is a link in the description to Disraptor. Disraptor is, in fact, the sponsor of this video. They brought this information to my attention, and they work with me on a regular basis to keep me informed on what's available in the private equity market. That's their specialty. Uh, Get their app on your phone and visit it on a regular basis, and that way you'll be attuned to what's coming next, and then you can find a way through Disruptor, if you're in a position, if you're an accredited investor, to invest in these pre-IPO companies. All right. The, the world is changing. I think that's my message to you. It, it's changing in so many regards as a result of Artificial intelligence, machine learning, quantum computing, uh, genome sequencing, genome editing, and now neobanks. And so, John, that's why I want to get away from regions, even though I've been with you for over 40 years. Okay, that's my take on neobanks. I'll talk to you about something totally different tomorrow. Music.